Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is season six of Better Let Me Tell You. Now, you know, but let me tell you, if there's one thing we love, it's when local kids do good. And at this point, you know, really broadcast journalism has really shown a lot of us local kids, you know, doing hella good. And, you know, this is our, our, our third, I think, uh, guest who's on a national news journalism platform. At this point, I think we're kind of collecting y'all like Pokemon, really. It's, it's, it's a very strange <laughs> hobby we've got going. But we have, direct from GMA Weekend, we have with us today, Gio Benitez. Thank you so much for joining us, man. Oh my god, I'm so excited! Yeah, I, that's actually the first thing because I was just listening to your podcast with Boris Sanchez, he's my buddy, and I was just like, "Wait a minute, this guy's just collecting all these guanitos who are on TV now." It is, <laughs> and and the thing is that when you guys evolve, it's much more powerful than a Pikachu. Uh, it's just yeah, <laughs> way more powerful. Yeah, I've had we've had Boris on twice now. Uh, you and Tom Yamas. Oh, amazing, Tom! Another buddy. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, it's it's yeah. We're collecting Miami journalists that have that have made it big time, as as they, as the kids say. <laughs> uh, but you know, I, I want to talk to you about so many things, and and obviously, you know, I know you're a very busy guy. But let's start off with you know, as, at the time of this recording, you know, yesterday was the the New York Pride in uh, the, the whole parade, the whole celebration, and you know, you were one of the co-hosts of the ABC, I'm going to massacre this, so please feel free to step in and correct me. The ABC News live stream that was also on Hulu, but it was also on the local affiliates in certain markets, Um, and I think it covered the Pride Parades in New York, Chicago, and San Francisco. Okay, you got that all right, so I don't know why you were worried. All right, because I am, I'm a worrier. That's that's what happens when you're the child of immigrants. Listen, I feel like that's in our DNA. Yeah, exactly. Juanito, you just worry about everything. You're like, am I going to say irregardless? And then you just screw it all up. <laughs> um, you know, I, I have so many questions. First of all, how how does it feel to to not hear a remix today at all um, as you woke up versus after five hours of 
just uns, 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 uns. <laughs> and... <laughs> oh my gosh, it was, it was amazing because, first of all, I had never actually watched the entire march before okay. in New York City. So I was able to watch the entire thing from start to finish. So that was really cool. So that was just like a real benefit of being able to be there on the sidelines, you know, with all of our ABC cameras and all that. And it was so incredible to see how many people came out from yeah. all different walks of life and all these organizations you didn't even know existed. Yeah. And now all of a sudden you're seeing them with this platform. There was this one plat this one group that really got me and it's called Sage. And it was a group that focuses yep. on advocacy for LGBTQ plus elders. Mm -hmm. And they were literally rolling down the street in their wheelchairs. Oh. And I just thought that was so special that here they are after all they went through in their own history and still in this march, making sure that their voices were heard. It Talk about really we're here, we're queer, get used to it. Um, they they <laughs> probably pioneered that phrase. And, you know, it, it's great that you talk about Sage because they're actually um, they're an organization that's near and dear to my heart as well. Because, you know, something I do think about many times when, when we're talking about the bigger scope of representation, right? It's, you know, you and I can relate in the sense of representation on two levels. You know, the Cuban-American, the Latinidad, you know, all of that. But then there is, you know, the, the gay level, right? The, the, the queer level. Again, I don't know what the kids are using today, so I'm going to cover all my bases with all the words. Um, but, you know, to see, for me specifically, to see Sage and, and, and the, that generation show up and be represented, it really does pull at the heartstrings because, you know, I'm sure you've heard this many times over, you know, the, the gay community really did lose an entire generation, you know, for the most part. And so it's not even a matter for me of, well, they weren't on TV. It's like, no, even when they were being represented, now it had to be represented almost starting from scratch, right? Like a whole younger generation. And I'm going to flip it on you, sir. How does it feel to be one of those people who's leading that representation pack, you know, now across the board for, again, Guanitos and, you know, and, and the LGBTQ plus community? Oh, man, thank you for that. You know, it's um, I don't take it for granted because I, I hear from kids. I hear from parents. Um, of kids and and I see their messages and I see from messages from folks who who didn't have this kind of opportunity in the past and I think back to when I first started in television and I was working in local news and I really thought that this part of me this side of me was going to be what held me back right and instead here I am with this organization at ABC News that is lifting it up in such a prominent way I mean not only did we do these five hours of coverage. And this was the first time they had ever done that, right? Like that, that, first time. that coverage. This is the yeah. first time. And, and we've done some live streams before, mm -hmm. never quite in this way. And certainly not profiling all of the different marches that were happening, happening at the same time across the country. So that was just unprecedented to do. Um, but the fact that we've also done the very first primetime special on the ABC network, uh, specifically on Pride last year, and that's where... I interviewed uh, Karine Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary. So it's, it's really powerful and moving to me that this one thing that I thought would hold me back yeah. is something that has really been highlighted by ABC News as something that is, is important and special and should be out there in, in the public eye. And I just, I, it's, it's wild to think of like little Geo you know, down there in Miami and, and all of that, thinking about these things and then seeing this play out years later. Yeah. And, and, and with you 
at the at the forefront of it, right? Like, you know, something you couldn't even imagine <laughs> happening. Like, let's let's just let's broaden the scope, right? And then it's like, oh, not is it only happening, but I get to play in this space. You know, I, I get to have fun and 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 show people the exposure that that needs that is needed, especially nowadays, to continue that awareness and and bring in that message. And so, dude. I'm just gonna say it as a fellow, you know, as a fellow gay Cuban kid from Westchester. Thank you, thank you for that. You know, I mean, oh, since we don't have Westchester Pride, you know, I think you should be the Grand Marshal at Miami Beach Pride <laughs> next year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start that petition. Um, what do we think? Yeah. Down- Hey, where, where should that go? So I'm thinking, okay, well, no, see, you know, now we're going down a, a rabbit hole here. So it's got to start like right off of Coral Way next to the expressway, right? Like right uh-huh. next to uh, Cow Bakery. It's got to go all the way to La 117, come down, cross La 87 on Bird Road, and it yep. has to end at Tropical Park. Like there's just okay. no... All roads end at Tropical Park. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it could technically <laughs> start there as a staging and then just go up a little bit, La Cuarenta, you know, go around 80 Barnes Park, the whole the whole spiel. Look, you and I will talk later. We're going to put this proposal together. It'll just be... You know, the, I mean, it'll be a small parade because it's going to be you, me, and Martha of Miami. But that's okay. That, <laughs> that works as a parade. That works. <laughs> Uh, so you know now that we're talking about Westchester you know you're you, you grew up in the same area that I did so that's why I feel a certain kinship to you I've never met you before today but I do feel certain like we've said this before on the podcast whenever we interviewed other people from Westchester it's like I don't know you but I know you right like we we, we probably grew up very similar especially since you went to my high school rival Coral Park I went wait where'd you go oh well I said rival where do you think I went okay so I'm gonna say sunset no southwest no Southwest? Southwest, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that was my next guess. So. Yeah, I mean, and, and for <laughs> listeners who aren't from the area, the main reason that we were rivals specifically in football is because we always had the worst football teams So yeah. in, in, in the city. So when one of our teams beat the other one, it was like, we don't suck as bad as you do. Uh, <laughs> tell me I'm wrong, Gio. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> I mean, look. I, I love my Rams. I love my Rams. My golden Rams. But, you know, you graduated from Coral Park and then you went to FIU where you studied – you didn't study journalism. You studied sociology. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I just saw you this past weekend on GMA Weekend talking about your love of Indiana Jones and archaeology. And mm-hmm. so your mind was not even anywhere in this, in the, in this you know, category, in this industry, right? I mean, well, at least going into college. Well, so here's the the real reason that happened is because I got this amazing opportunity with a scholarship program. It's called the Emma Bowen Foundation. Mm-hmm. And basically, they help minorities uh, get opportunities at TV stations and media companies all across this country. And so I did that in Miami, at Channel 4 in Miami. Oh, and okay. so I was 17 years old when I started that. And I, I knew I wanted to do television news. But my mentors there were telling me, listen you are getting your training here. This is essentially your school right now because you're 17 years old. And so I listened to them and I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to look for other things. And I found sociology and anthropology mm-hmm. uh, with uh, an emphasis on religious studies. Uh, I also did some English uh, mm-hmm. classes as well, literature classes, things like that. And so that was really my focus. And what I realized is, is that that study, studying sociology, learning how to communicate with people and how to ask questions and ask yeah. questions fairly. All of these things uh, that, that I wouldn't necessarily always think about at the time as, as being interconnected with journalism, I have used that 
so much ever since. And so it's so funny when we were talking about Indiana Jones because I'm like, okay, anthropology, I, I've, I've got this. And, and I was obsessed with all of that. And I still am. I still am. That, that little boy doesn't go away ever. No, yeah, never, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny you mentioned uh, FOR because I, I, I'm trying to do the math in my head and my listeners know that I don't do math. So it's going to be a dangerous endeavor to begin with. Um, but I'm wondering if you were there also. A very good friend of mine was a producer at FOR probably around that same time. Uh, Ozzy Martinez? Oh my God, I love Ozzy. Yeah, I've known Ozzy since high school. Yeah, we, we've grown up together. Yeah, yeah. I was a writer at, I was there, I started as a writer basically. And I thought that I didn't know what I was doing. I was just like, I'm horrible at this. And Ozzy was my first EP. Aww. And so I was working as, as the voiceover, we, we call them VOs when we have like a, a 20 second or 30 second update on a story that you have the anchor read. That's what I was writing. And I was just so bad at it because Ozzy was always, always rewriting this. And I was saying to him, I'm like, dude, am I that bad? Like, should I just quit it? And he says, no, 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 no. I want you to just learn, compare what you did and compare it to what I did. And, and he really taught me a lot that way. Yeah. And, and if it makes you feel any better, I mean, he, he rewrites my text messages back to me. <laughs> it's, it's just who he is. It's just his nature, you know. He's but he's he's uh, just one of my favorite people in the world, actually. Yeah, just saw him this past weekend. He's awesome, awesome. Yeah. So you know, you're you're at FIU, you're getting your your exposure at FOR, and then what's that next step, right? Because you know you've been at ABC for a while now, but there there's there's that in between, right, where you're like, okay. It's time to leave that Cuban nest. And you know that if it was up to our parents, we could stay there till we're 95. <laughs> oh, gosh. Telling Abuela. That was that was the hardest part about leaving Miami. It wasn't even my mom. Like, my mom was like, go, go, go. I get it. Like, I get it. This is yeah. huge. But Abuela, I, she was like, mm -hmm. pero no quieres vivir aquí. Pero si Don't I you was... miss... I lived, I lived in New York for a couple of years. I moved up there. I mean, my background's in marketing. And I, to this day, will say, I know for a fact that my grandfather went to his grave not understanding why I had to leave Miami to go to New York to do the same thing I was doing here. Like, I know he was kind of like, bueno, okay, está bien, tu bien, blah, blah, blah. but I know in his mind, he didn't, I, I get it. I know he had no idea why I would need to do that. So I, I can relate to that a thousand percent. Yeah, that, and, and that's the hardest part, right? Because you know that when you make that decision, there's limited time, right? Yeah, there's limited yeah. time left. And so... Uh, oh gosh, I don't want this to get emotional about abuelos and abuelas because that's what we do here. That's what we do here. It's such a powerful part of our story because they represent all of this hope. Um, and every time I think about this country, is I, I think about that hope and the way they saw it and through that lens and, and how they came to this country. Oh, just thinking about us without knowing us yet because we weren't even born, right? Mm -hmm. But they were thinking about us no matter what. And it was just, yeah. it's so special. Okay, you're going to make me cry now. Like, and I, and I brought it up. I brought it up and you're going to make me cry. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so where was the first stop on, you know, when, when you decided to leave Miami? Was it straight to New York or, or were there little, you know, yeah, local, um, local affiliates along the way? So, so I had a different path. I started out as a producer, and I started out right out of college. I started as an investigative producer um, there in Miami, and it was it was. I always wanted to be a reporter, but here I was at 22. I guess I was 22 when I graduated, and I was presented with this incredible opportunity to be the investigative producer 
you know, inside like a dark van shooting video <laughs> and in camera video and, you know, all of these things. And I just knew that I could learn so much from it. And I think like six months in, I remember I went to my boss and I said, is there any chance I could start as a reporter in Miami? And she was like, not a chance. It's not going to happen. And I'm like, got it. I'm not delusional. Will you help me, you know, get to another market? She says, just give it a chance. Okay. You've been in this job for like six months. Like, relax just a little bit. And so I said, fine. Six months later, I lost my iPhone. And that is how everything changed for me. I lose my iPhone. And I was on vacation. I get back to Miami. So upset. I mean, I was making so little money at the time. And here's another huge expense with a phone. And I go to the Apple store and I buy this new phone. And, and you know, they never even say this. They, they always keep new phones and stuff very hush-hush. And they said, you know, I think that there's a new phone coming out. So why don't you just wait? And I said, no, 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 no. I need the phone. I need the phone. You know, very urgent. So I get the phone. The very next day, Steve Jobs announces the first iPhone with video. It's the oh. iPhone 3GS. And this is what sets into motion everything else for me. So the last day that I could return the phone I had just bought was the first day the new one was coming out. So if I wanted to exchange it, I had to be standing in that line at 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, so now I'm in this line, and I'm messaging with that same boss who told me I could never start in Miami on the air. And I said, I can't believe I'm standing in line. Da, da, da. And she calls me and she says, when you get your phone, you think you can shoot some video? Because all of our photographers are being kicked off property. And then I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she calls me back. She says, why don't you do a whole story? Like, you think you can do it? You want to shoot a whole story with it? I'm like, yeah, no problem. And I'm like freaking out and I have no idea. So I get the phone. The wrapper is still on it. I start doing these interviews all over the place. And I do a little selfie stand-up, you know, recording myself. Wasn't shaven. Like, I look like a hot mess. 4 a.m., of course to... you looked like a hot mess. Yeah. <laughs> right? And so I go back. Because I'm a producer, I know how to edit. I know how to do all these things. Right. So I go back to the station. I record my voice in the Voice Memos app. And I put it through Final Cut Pro. I edit the whole thing. And it airs in our 530 newscast. All of a sudden... What we did, it was just a story about the lines for the iPhone in Miami. I was at the falls. Uh, but it turns out that it was the first time a phone had ever been used anywhere in the world for broadcast television. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And so we had made history, television history around the world, and everybody else was telling that story. 
They were writing articles about us in China and South America and Europe, like all over the place about this little iPhone that could. And that all of a sudden just set things into motion. And my boss said, okay, I guess you can tell a story. Right. Let's do another one next week and the next week. And then it just snowballed. You want to be the weekend reporter, half reporter, half producer. Great. And then six months after that, I started as a reporter. So it just it all started in a in a very public way, and um, about a year in, I get a, a, a Facebook follow from you know the talent executive at ABC, and uh, you know I don't do anything, and and you know I get a message saying hey send me your stuff, and you know we just start sort of communicating and things like that, and I end up in New York, and I said oh I'm going to be in New York, and you know maybe I can drop in, and you know we set up little courtesy meetings and things like that we just started forming a relationship and i always tell young people it's so important to start forming relationships this is not just like sending an email or putting an application in you know and that's how it uh that's how it all happened and and when the time came that my contract was up in miami um i got this incredible opportunity to be a correspondent at abc news and that's when the adventure started crisscrossing the world and 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 telling stories i never imagined telling that is insane. That is insane. The the just the, the the trajectory of it all. And I mean, obviously, the moral of the story is never ever tell the child of immigrants to wait, because um, we're not gonna. Uh, <laughs> we're not gonna. We're gonna look for that opportunity wherever the hell it may show up. Um, but that's insanely fantastic to me that you went, you know, from a, a big market, right? Because I mean, Miami is one of the biggest DMAs. Yeah. To ABC, right? Like it was just. I mean, hell, your initiative is is something to be envied and and proud of, man. Congrats oh, on that alone. Thank you. thank you. And 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 I and I and when I got this incredible promotion that I'm just so grateful for at GMA, um, one of the things I brought with me was my abuelo's pocket watch, um, because I wanted to make sure that there was a, a piece of that with me on this set that carries this beautiful name that quite literally bears the name of the country that gave them so much hope yeah and so i i I don't forget that uh the entire time yeah and and again i well number one that's absolutely beautiful i will tell you this there he's inside of you you know what i mean he's in your heart both of you know i don't know if your if your abuela is still with us or if she's passed yeah we just we just lost her last year i'm so sorry um my grandmother passed just a few months back Uh, she was the last uh, of my grandparents as well so i I, I, I feel you, you know, we're, we're an on amazing same generation. Yeah, amazing absolutely. Generation. I mean, to show up here, as they say, you know, con una mano adelante, la otra atrás, you know, and, and here we are, right, as a result of that. Um, you know, you bring that up, and, I, and I, I was looking for this video online. And I'm pretty sure it was you. So correct me if I'm wrong, because I sometimes I, I, if I, it's Boris Sanchez. I'm no, 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 no. It is not Boris Sanchez <laughs> because because nobody can match those thick ass eyebrows. That's um, so it's not <laughs> Boris. I will tell you that much. Um, it might be Tom. That's the reason I'm saying it, because it might have been when Tom was at ABC. But I, I feel like it was you um, sitting at that anchor desk. And I, and I forget what exactly, you know, what time or what was going on. But I think it was around the 2020 election or it was during that tumultuous period. And you speaking with with that same degree of emotion that you just shared with me right now about, you know, your parents coming to this country. And I remember 
it was one of those moments where I was just flipping through channels, right? I just happened to stop and and I'm like, okay, well, you know, it's a pandemic. I'm not going anywhere. Um, and and there you were, and and watching you speak about your your family and your parents, and you start to get choked up. It hit me. It really, really hit me, man. Like in all the feels, and and that's one of the reasons I said earlier. You know, it's like I don't know you, but but I but I know you. You know, I I I I feel like. <laughs> We get each other, you know. I I could see you at our betters, you know. It's it's yeah, that you're yeah. you're you're that guy, you know. And and honestly, I I I can't love that anymore, bro. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So you know, I, I want to bring up because I know you've done uh, a lot with ABC, and they've been I mean they've been fantastic, you know, to work with. I mean, looking at your career and your trajectory. You did host, I think it was one episode or maybe a few, because uh, again, I, I got a lot of this from Wikipedia, which as you know, as a reporter, not always the most reliable source. All right. So so we'll, please correct me if, if I go. I haven't checked that entry, so I have no idea what's out there. Okay. Well, so then that means it's not you doing it. So that's good. Um, you know, you, you hosted a segment of the, the ABC show, What Would You Do? Um, oh, that was fun. Yeah. Or as I like to call it. Um, because, you know, and so I, I want to say, because I watch that show and I'm always like, I don't know if I'd be that person, right? I don't know if I would, I like to think in my head that I would speak up and say something, but I don't know if I would be that person, right? And so how did you feel going into that episode? You know, because I, I, that show fascinates me. Do you, did you walk in there saying something similar where it's just like, oh, I would totally speak up. And then as you're, as you're kind of going through it, you're like, well, I don't know if I would or maybe like this or not like that. You know, what, what was that whole experience well, like? Well, what I was thinking about the entire time is because what people don't realize that John Quinones is also involved in is that, who, by the way, is like the ultimate Latino journalist. I am, I'm just so honored that I get to work with this guy and call him a friend. Um, but people don't realize that after he does these things and shoots this, mm-hmm. he then has to go to these people and ask them for permission to right. Them, right. Yeah. So it's not it's not this like, OK, so you got it on tape. You're good to go. And uh, that was what I was really concerned about and thinking about was like, OK, so I'm going to get it. We're going to get this on tape. And now we have to convince these people to let us use it. <laughs> wow. And that yeah. was that was a, a huge part of the workload. Um, so, th- so that was a lot of fun, but it was a lot of fun to see why people mm-hmm. were choosing to speak out in different ways. And those stories were very, very powerful because in some, what, what you don't realize is, and, and that's, I, I always want, and one of the things I love that you do is that you're so compassionate, um, toward other thoughts and, and that was one of the things where you, you wondered, okay, well, why? And it's always, almost always connected to something that happened in their own past and story. And I thought that was so powerful because that ended up, there were so many other stories to tell just from that and asking them, why did you speak out? And you hear that something similar happened to them or they know somebody in their family or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, th- I think that's so important. And, uh, and so I, I love, like how much compassion that show makes you feel um, in the same way that, you know, you make us feel when, when you're doing these podcasts. Oh, well, thank you for that. See, that's two now because before we started, you know, now you're compassionate and you also said I'm in my 30s. So I, you're you're officially, I mean, we've had Boris on twice, but now you're my favorite journalist. <laughs> yes. Just, I mean, he's never said I look young. He's never given me any compliments like that. So you know what? 
Pag karaho kong Boris. No, I love you, Boris. I love you, Boris. I'm just teasing. I'm totally going to get a text message when he hears this, by the way. He's, he's going to shoot me. He'll be like, bro, what the hell? Um, so, you know, I, I have to ask the question because we've been chatting now for about half an hour, give or take. Um, and I have found that when I am talking to fellow Miamians who have left, who have tamped down the accent, eventually it comes back up and I have not yet heard it. So what kind of Herculean strength, sir, <laughs> do you have that you have not lapsed into the Miami accent? Because that, that, if that's not on your special skills, uh, you know, your resume, like it should be. <laughs> you know, I... Uh... So Spanish was my first language. Yep. Um, I lived in, as so many of us did, in a multi-generational home. And my mom, when I was growing up, um, she, decided, she decided to put me in. I grew up in Hialeah, by the way. Oh. So I, we eventually migrated to Westchester, but I grew up in Hialeah. Um, I know that there's the, the little mm-hmm. war. I, I heard Boris talking about that. <laughs> So I'm a little, I'm a product of both. I like it. You're bridging and, the gap for me and Boris. That's what, that's right? what you're doing. You, you are, yes. <laughs> and so um, she, she found this like small little private school. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I don't know, it was like 50 bucks a week or something like that. And she worked two jobs to put me through it. Yeah. And that is how I learned my English. Because todo era americano. <laughs> Everybody, all the teachers. And that's how I learned my English, and I became obsessed. I was like a spelling bee champion at the school. I became obsessed with grammar and pronunciation. Um, you should see me before the show. I'm literally, if there is a town that I can't pronounce or that I'm unsure of, I'm going to call a local bakery in that town or a law firm or something to figure out exactly how it's said. And then I want to hear how the locals say it versus how everybody else. And I want to see, you know, and, and make a decision on which one to use and why. And so much of my time is spent on pronunciation before we do Good Morning America. <laughs> I want that behind the scenes uh, video. Like that's got to be some type of Patreon exclusive, you know, content <laughs> of you just calling random bakeries in Massapequa or something, you know, right, being right, like, right. Exactly. <laughs> like <laughs> libraries are very good. Okay, good. See, and this is, we like to say on our show, listen, laugh, and learn. So that's the learn portion. You know, that's, if you're going to try to find out how to pronounce a, a small town, libraries, call the libraries. Yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> dude, I, I am having such a ball chatting with you. Like, honestly, I'm not, you can't fake the funk. I mean, I'm, I'm nowhere near as good at this interview stuff as you are. So if I was oh, having, no, no, no. you're great. You're I, I would, if I, if I was having, the fact that we're just having a conversation, that's yeah. what's most important, right? There's this connection and that's, that's the most important in any interviewer conversation. Yeah. See, and now, now I'm going to have to just watch you every Saturday and Sunday on GMA yes. weekend. You know, I've, it's funny because we, um, Myself and my co-host, we also, because we are not busy enough, we also have a side hustle of the side hustle, as we say, called Bim Pam Pollo. So uh-huh. we do pop-ups for chicken wings every Saturday and Sunday. And so I'm always up early, but then I always go to his house while we're, like, getting everything ready, blah, blah. So you kind of have become part of the the weekend ritual. Like, we will put oh, on I GMA weekend while he's making, you know, the sauces for our guayaba y queso wings. And I'm, you know. Oh, my God. That, that... sounds amazing. <laughs> Stop. You're making me hungry. What? <laughs> well, guayaba y queso wings. Guayaba y queso wings, bro. Yeah. Okay, next time you're going to be in Miami, like, we ha- let me know. 
and and I will hook it up. I will hook it up. And listen, you can have as many as you want because I know your husband is like all about fitness. So I know, you know, (laughs) first of all, it's chicken. Chicken's healthy, even though it's double fried. But chicken is, you know, it's healthier. (laughs) Guava's a fruit. So that's got to count for something. Um, Yeah. Okay. So it's dairy. So it's like, and we bread it. So it's really the four food groups we're giving you right off the bat. There's there's no denying that at all. (laughs) I love that. By the way, you mentioned him. This is his setup. This podcast setup is his because he's launching a new podcast. Oh, plug it. So, yeah. yeah. Plug it. What's it going to be called? Oh, okay. It's called I've Never Said This Before with Tommy D'Addario. And uh, the folks at iHeartMedia are behind it. And uh, he has all these fascinating conversations. And and I get to, you know, I get to cheat and use this this microphone and all this (laughs) nice equipment to, to make this sound really good. Because it sounds like we're right next to each other in the studio. It's crazy, right? Like to think just even a couple of years back, you know, you tried to do this and it was like, and, and now it's like, yeah, you're in New York. I'm in Miami and total, you know, it's like we're in the next room. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, well, no, Gio, I, I've had a blast chatting with you, man, honestly. And I, and I don't keep you on longer because I know that you've got a crap ton of stuff to do. You know, a, a man's work is never done. Um, and then when it's a gay man's work, it just means you do it to a thumping beat uh, in your headphones. Yep. But, <laughs> but oh, it's it's been fantastic chatting with you, honestly. I, I've loved getting to just meet you and, and get to know you. And keep making us proud man like on oh, every single level I, I mean i'm not just blowing smoke up your ass i i'm i'm being completely upfront you make us proud you wear your your cubanity to to borrow from martha darby from my big fat cuban family you wear it so <laughs> proudly and so upfront and and honestly bro we couldn't ask for a better representation you know as, uh, for cuban americans LGBT, you know, Latinos, all of it. You just do it with dignity and and style. And thank you so much for that, brother. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate that. And and I think as my abuelita would have said, eres niño bueno. Bueno, depende del día. Depende del día y la circunstancia, pero, you know, yes, yes. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun. And, and let's do it again, please. Oh, yeah, whenever. Listen. With, with guava and cheese. Bueno, okay, no, no, espérate. Okay. I'm going to reach out to your to your assistant. I'm going to give him my number so he can give it to you. So the next time that literally you land, you land in Miami at MIA, <laughs> we will have them ready for you. How's that? Like, I love it. I, I mean, it. and that's not, and now it's on, on the record. So if, if oh, it yeah, doesn't, no, it has to happen. if it doesn't happen, really, when you go back to GMA weekend, the first thing you should do is just say like this just in, Bean Pampoyo is a liar. And that's, you know, call my ass out on national television. <laughs> Perfect. You got it. <laughs> All right, man. All right, we there. Oh, likewise, man. We are Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.